Hello, I am Dr. Dao Xinli, Department Chair for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And I'm James Skoyan, Senior Faculty for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University. Please join us as we explore acupuncture points and their clinical applications. Hello, everyone. Today we are going to spend some time going through a cluster of points from bladder sixty to bladder sixty-five. And with me, Jim Scoyne, our famous Jim Scoyne. How are you doing, Jim? I'm going to go look for the famous one. I'm I'm fine, but I don't know how the famous one is, Dal. But thank you. I'm looking forward、oh, to it this evening. I'm sure it's you, not your twin brother. I didn't know I had a twin <laughs> one, but I'll hunt him down. All right. When you find him, let me know. But let's go to bladder sixty, since、uh, you're going to be hunting up the mountain here.、Um, bladder sixty, Kunlun. It's a very famous、uh, mountain range in China, and Kunlun has this、uh, mysterious, the mystical, mystical kind of connotation to it, and is one of the most、uh, one of the most famous Taoist、uh, uh, mysticism mountain where. A lot of、uh, Taoists talk about this mountain range and how beautiful this is, and an amazing place to meditate on.、Um, so Kunlun here basically means that、uh, that mountain range, that mountain of Kunlun, is actually your external malleolus, and、um, so is in some ways denoting that this point is just right at that base in that valley below. That mountain. That is the the first concept of what this name is. The other concept of、uh, description of this name is that、uh, since that、uh, Kunlun on、uh, the high mountains often the source of kept snow, therefore is a source of water. And in some ways, at this point, is one very important uh, um, point. Later on, we'll talk about why it's so important. That is also a, a very important point for the bladder, important water point for the bladder.、Um, and a lot of people also consider that Kunlun, in some ways, is a very high mountain, and the high mountain denotes head. Denotes if you look at a person, it denotes that the highest part of your body, which is your head area, and this this point has been known to treat a lot of cephalic、uh, conditions, a lot of head conditions. Therefore,、um, the concept of kunun also makes sense. So this is just some of the、um, important、uh, understanding of、uh, this this point. Uh, so Jim, do you got anything else to add to that? Well, just its location. So I'll, I'll get to that, and we'll look at the actions indications. It, I locate this point in the middle between the tip of the lateral malleolus, in the tip of that high mountain, so to speak, and the Achilles tendon. When the knee is flexed at ninety degrees, now that would be a a specific location in between two anatomical landmarks. I actually tend to needle it often a little closer to the malleolus itself. Hmm, interesting. We can discuss about that more when we、uh, go into needling.、Uh, this point originated from Huangdi Neijin Ning Su Ben Su. He talked about how this、um, the channel of bladder. Uh, tra- traverses through Kunlun Point, and、uh, there are other names of this、uh, point, and、uh, um, and a lot of times is sometimes called San Kunlun, Ne Kunlun, Xia Kunlun. So there's definitely some different names uh, uh, to that. Uh, why don't we go into action and indications?、Um, first of all, since this is a Jin River Fire Point. Um, it's、um, frequently used to disperse wind heat, regulate bao gong,、um, soothes the lumbar and the thighs and the legs, calms the spirit,、um, activates the channels and collaterals, activates blood, stop pain,、um, and is a very commonly、um, used、um, anatomical. 
point in a sense for eye issues, for the head issue, for the neck issues um, as well. Um, so this is just some of the actions uh, of uh, this point. So what are some of the primary indications, Jim? Well, you mentioned some. I'll emphasize starting with headache, uh, a key indication, a key application for what are often referred to as Tai Yang headaches or occipital headaches. Now, I'm usually uh, uh, adjusting the usage to treat a pathology involving the bladder channel posterior occipital muscles, the posterior neck muscles and the muscles related to the bladder channel. I also like this for neck pain itself. Now, at this point, I, I'm usually focused at pain on the bladder channel uh, uh, or very close to the spine even uh, at um, C7, T1 junction. I will also use this point for uh, low back pain, and in that case, I usually combine it with other bladder points in the vicinity, especially bladder 65. Uh, and I'll also use this point for uh, local actions of the foot and the ankle, of course, especially in that area where there's a, an injury or pain. And I'll even add it to certain combinations treating, involving the treatment of heel pain related to the bladder and or the kidney channel. I totally agree. And these are some of the traditional use. I'm going to add on a few contemporary interesting uh, use. Um, it has been known to also use for thyroid enlargement, any kind of thyroid gland enlargement. Um, and uh, in a, some of the ancient texts, they talk about how this point can be used for difficult labor in obstetric care. This is a very important and very useful point in obstetric care. So in the, um, I think in the classics or in the more ancient texts, they talk about for difficult labor, for incomplete discharge of placenta uh, once the labor has uh, begun. Um, but in a more contemporary sense, it has been known to help in inducing labor or move through labor in a faster fashion, as well as when there is breach presentation issue. So you can definitely use it, uh, not necessary to start a labor, but you can also definitely use to adjust the uh, presentation of the feeder. So a fascinating, very, very useful point uh, in the obstetric uh, care uh, situations. Um, oh, I'll also add another thing contemporarily. Uh, a combination of bladder 57 has been known to be used for uh, hemorrhoids. Um, used for hemorrhoids and a combination of hemorrhoids and lower back pain, that would be a really good uh, uh, two points uh, to to combine together. I think I'm jumping a little ahead to a point combination, but I thought I'd just uh, move on and share that a little bit. So, Jim, how would you needle this? I tend to needle this one perpendicularly, 0.3 to 0.8 sun, generally more superficial than deep. On this point, and I, I, as I mentioned earlier, I tend to needle it uh, slightly towards the bone. That sometimes means locating point in the middle and angling the needle on an oblique angle, or it means starting a little bit medial to the classical located point and needling uh, to uh, a depth of zero point five, zero point eight soon. Yeah, I agree with you, and we can definitely mark uh, um, this point as well. There are some people who needles it right through uh, uh, to kidney three, um, and especially to be used for both combination of treating both the kidney and bladder issues. Um, now, in the Zhenjiu Da Chen, he talk about how um, this point, if you needle it for pregnant woman, you can cause um, uh, induction of labor, uh, starting of labor, uh, or miscarriage issue, possible miscarriage issue. Um, you know, I have and my professor have used this point widely during obstetric care without those kind of issues. Um, and I think <clears throat> a lot of time these uh, ancient country indications are very meaningful. It's very useful if you look at the size of needle they use. 
the type of stimulation they use are very, very different than what we do today. So I believe that some of these things um, it's helpful for us to be careful with, but not necessarily applicable with the type of needle we use and the type of condition we treat these days. Uh, so I just want to make that clear to our audience so that they understand it is still important uh, to be considerate of what this uh, point's ancient contraindication is, but to also understand the contemporary point of view, you can use this during obstetric care as long as that that you you know what you're doing and you're being well trained in this uh, area. Very good. Ah, let's talk about point combination. So. Um, for red eye or eye issues, we can uh, combine this point, uh, bladder 60, with uh, Tai Yuan. Uh, tai Yuan is uh, lung 9, lung 9. Um, and then uh, we can uh, also combine with Yang Xi, which is a uh, large test of 4, I think. Um, so uh, these three. Small, Wait, yeah. Yang Xi? Small intestine four. Small intestine four, yes. Um, and then uh, um, this point can uh, this uh, can also use for um, if we combine with uh, gallbladder twenty, uh, small intestine three. We can help to clear the head, calm the spirit for headaches, uh, for seizure. We can combine with governing vessel fourteen. Um, and as well as governing vessel twenty uh, to treat headache as well. Um, depends on the location. Um, for difficult labor, we can combine with large intestine four, spleen six, um, and uh, 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 stomach thirty six. Uh, strong stimulation to treat for difficult uh, labor. Um, so these are some of the uh, point combination that that is very useful and is very commonly used. Uh, Jim, do you want to add a few? I just wanted to mention a correction. I mentioned that uh, Yang Shi is small intestine four. That's Wang Gu, of course. So Yang Shi is large intestine five. Large intestine five. So you I'm sorry. Large intestine four is He Gu. Yes. That's right. my, my mistake there. So, again, if we're thinking about combinations, I think of this one for the treatment of headache with other uh, points on the. Uh, uh, Taiyang channels, so for example, small intestine three Ho Shi or Kunlun Ho Shi. And if I'm using this point uh, for neck pain and or uh, even back pain, I like to combine it with, as I mentioned before, I'll talk about that one last time, as uh, bladder 60 for the neck area around C7 and uh, bladder 65 for the neck area somewhat higher up, even close to the C1, C2 junction. So for the cervical spine on the bladder channel, I like to combine those two points and possibly others, but just to mention those two. Jim, so in what situation, let's say if somebody comes in with a neck pain, yes, in what situation you would use small intestine 3 without kunun? And in what situation you would combine it with kunun? Clinically, I think, well, theoretically, I think they can be combined for most Taiyang channel problems and even for some uh, kidney neck problems like the deeper neck muscles. So I just leave that general, so you both. However, that's theoretically, and I can explain it through Taiyang relationships with the kidney channel or Taiyang, a foot and the hand, etc. But uh, I tend to find small intestine three more effective for higher up in the neck. Uh, just clinically, my experience and maybe the experience of other colleagues, maybe not. So I, I tend to be selective on its use more and more for the upper part of the neck and bladder 60 for the area around C71. Now that's my orientation to it. How about you? Uh, I actually think think the same as you do, unusually for a first time tonight. That's very unusual. Very it must unusual. Be, must be windy outside. It must be snowing outside. But Not anyway, that. you know, we snow in January in California. But uh, let's move on uh, to classics. Zhen Jiu Jiaqin has a lot to say about this point. We talk about how spasm stiff. Uh, stiff spine, uh, vertigo, headache, foot pains, uh, cracked foot, um, malaria, excessive sweat, back pains, 
uh, eye issues and big wind issues, excessive sweating in the head area, all of this, oh, toothaches, um, all these things, Kunming point, Kunming point can be used. And of course, obstetrically for difficult labor and complete discharge of the placenta. Um, and Zhen Jiu Da Chen talk about how this can be used for wind stroke. Um, and, uh, uh, so these are just some of the discussions in the, uh, uh, classics. And so I got tons of research I'd like to share with you. Um, the very first one is that treatment of this point can actually increase the peristalsis of intestines and actually help with digestion and relieve constipation. That's one. Second, it actually has a very good effect in um, a sedation method in the treatment of blood pressure. It does reduce uh, blood pressure. Uh, three uh, is very, very useful for headaches. Um, using this point alone has been very effective in treating literally 97%. It gives you relief in 97% of time. Uh, so that's a very high effective rate. Uh, it has been also known um, to treat for sciatica. There's a research that actually do point injection in this point of 97 cases for very, very severe sciatica. And that seems to be very, very helpful. Uh, there's also um, research on the treatment of neck pain. Um, obviously, also heel pain. Um, and, uh, as well as, um, sacral pain, um, front head pain. Um, so it seems to be that, uh, very helpful in, in uh, the, this situation. Now, for kidney function, the combination of spleen six and bladder 60, as well as CV4, these three points when combined together, seems to be very beneficial for kidney function as well as bladder function. So these are just some of the uh, research end of it that I'd like to share with everyone. Thank you. Very interesting. Great. Since uh, now we are going through the high mountain, let's uh, go down to the uh, next point, bladder 61, uh, Putan. Putan is basically, um, Putan is basically means to bow, actually. Um, and uh, interesting enough, when you uh, make a bow to someone, this your pants tend, tend to lift up. And when your pants lift up, this is a point that was easily appeared. So some people say that's the meaning of this point, this meaning of this point. Pu sometimes means the side, means a supporting figure, someone who support but not the main figure. So a lot of time the pu san means this is uh, when this is something that have to do with the uh, uh, supporting uh, role. And since this point is used in so many ways as supporting role to some of the major point, such as. Um, Guang, uh, su such as Kunlun. So sometimes that's the name of, uh, this point. Um, the other point name for this, uh, Pu Chan is called Anxie, coming out of Zhenjiu Jiai Jin, and Anye, talk, uh, coming out of Beiji Qianjing Yaofang. Uh, but this point originates from Zhenjiu Jiai Jin. It talk about any epilepsy, any stiffness, any acute tendon problems, bladder 61 would be a major point for that. How would you locate this point, Jim? I'm locating this point, bladder 61, directly inferior to bladder 60. And it's located then in a depression, in this place a very shallow depression, proximal to the tuberosity of the calcaneus. Now, if you're looking for a skin uh uh, border, it would be at the junction of the skin of the dorsal and the plantar aspects of the foot. So directly below bladder 60 and proximal to the palpable uh, tuberosity of the calcaneus. Thank you. And as for action goes, um, since this point 
is the meeting point、uh, between the bladder channel as well as the Yang Chao channel. Is very useful in soothing tendons, activating collaterals and blood, strengthens the lower back as well as the knee, calms the spirit.、Um, frequently in the text, you will see that this point has very, very similar action as Kunlun. Very similar action. The biggest difference. Between Kunlun bladder sixty to bladder sixty one, is that this point tends to be very specialized for foot problem for foot problems, and while Kunlun is much more versatile, it goes all, all over the place. It treats head issues, neck issue, and that kind of、uh, situation. So again, action is very localized and very much foot oriented. So, Jim, what are some of the primary indications? I'm going to just、uh, underline what you just said and focus on the foot and the heel as a local acting point. And agree. And I want to continue to say though, it's very similar to Kunmin Bladder Sixty. So, whatever Kunmin、uh, is used for. Ah,、uh, Pusan can frequently also be used for these、uh, situation. Interesting enough, there are some research that have shown that this point, combined with bladder sixty,、uh, has been used for meningitis situation, vertical situation, schizophrenia situation. So you can see there is definitely、uh, still a certain versatility to it, but nevertheless, a localized. Uh, you know, strain and sprain of a calcaneus as well as a heel、uh, might be the, uh, uh, the the main ticket here. And、um, so, how would you、uh, treat? How would you needle this point?、Uh, as the point is not located in a muscle with a large mass, I'd basically say it will not be needled deeply, and generally is needled oblique and/or horizontal. So oblique and horizontal from a depth of zero point three to zero point five tsun. So Jim, since on、uh, this area the skin is quite thick, do you have a unique way to do it so it's、um, pain free? Uh, it would be for me a pinching method to pinch the tissue to distract and to stretch the skin to be able to penetrate through the skin easier and to distract the the patient from feeling the the needle. Okay, great.、Um, as point combination goes, bladder sixty one combined with gall bladder thirty four and urinary bladder fifty seven to treat heel pain. Uh, combined with Renzong and Sixuan, has a very good effect in opening up the orifices and the spirit to wake up somebody for fainting.、Uh, kidney three, then combine kidney three,、uh, bladder sixty and bladder forty again to treat heel pain, and、uh, um, and you can combine with、uh, bladder forty, gallbladder thirty four, and、uh, bladder sixty. To treat、uh, lower limb stroke paralysis,、uh, difficulty issues. So,、uh, and the classics, Zhen Jiu Jia Yijin talk about how this mainly used for lower back pain, for foot pain, for atrophy of the foot. And Xunjin Kaoxie talk about this is good for epilepsy.、Um, and Zhen Jiu Daqian talk about how this is for epilepsy as well. So these are just some of the classics.、Uh, anything else to add? Not at this point. Not at this point. Let's go on to bladder sixty-two. Well, before we go on, I do want to mention that for、uh, half lashes, you know, I have a, a large、um, patient population that I treat、uh, with with menopausal issues and frequently heel pain. Besides the plantar fasciitis, I actually do have people who has a lot of heel pain. Not common, but we do see lateral sign instead of a medial sign issue. So this point I have used for these、uh, heel pain due to menopausal situations. All right, let's、uh, move on to bladder sixty-two, a very useful point.、Uh, bladder sixty-two, semi, semi means to stretch. By means the channel, so this is really the origination 
of the Yangqiao Channel. So we often say this is with the origination where things will get stretched, relating to the mobility and the activity and the function of what Yangqiao Channel does.、Uh, so therefore, frequently we call this the stretched. Channel or the initiation of stretching of channel, and that's what the meaning of this means. Stretching can also be flexibility. It could also means it's very limbo. So it says that this point is in such a place where that if this point, if there's any strain or any problem in this area. Then you're gonna lose a lot of flexibility and lose a lot of limbleness, and so a lot of times semi also denotes denotes、uh, that meaning. Uh, Jim, uh, do you have anything to add on that, or maybe look at location? Let's look at location, and then there's some.、Uh Indications we can discuss together.、Uh, first of all, I want to、uh, mention here that I consider two locations for this point. I know that doesn't fit an academic approach, but basically one location、uh, being directly、uh, inferior to the tip of the lateral malleolus, and in the depression posterior inferior to the tendon of the peroneus longus muscle. So that puts it at the joint space, the ankle joint space. And I'm palpating, of course, the lateral malleolus, and and palpating down from the tip, and angling the needle in in direction of the joint space. That's one location. Any question to that, Dow? Yeah, very good. I I, I like it. I mean,、okay. um, yeah. Go I、ahead. have a second location, though. Okay, the second location of the point. Uh, I'm calling it the same name, the same point, and this one would be inferior to the tip of the lateral malleolus. That's common, but I'll locate the point quite far inferiorly to the point of being in a depression inferior to the calcaneum itself. So the difference between those two point locations is significant, being as much as a tsun measurement. But the tsun is not here proportional; it's basically looking at the size of the. The the distance to the base of the, or the bottom of the calcaneum. Well, so the,、uh, the distance well, is large. Are you telling me that the first location that you were discussing is much much closer to the lateral malleolus com- compared to the second location you were? Yeah, yeah. One of them's in in the or directed towards, if you will, the ankle joint, and you know comparable with points like gallbladder forty, for example. At that level,、uh, and the other point is inferior to the calcaneum. Okay, In, inferior to the calcaneum, and I'm going to explain myself this way. Or、uh, first of all, in experiences in China, I saw both points needled, and the simple explanation by the two different acupuncturists, not in the same room, was that's bladder sixty-two. So I saw in China also acupuncturists differed on their location. One being. In the joint space of the ankle, and the other being below the calcaneum. Years later,、um, still it's close to thirty years ago.、Uh, I had the chance to um, uh, observe uh, the well-known acupuncturist out of from Vietnam and France, Van Gee. And he explained that he would use bladder sixty-two as a, a confluent point for the extra-channel Yangchao Mai, well, by needling it deeply below the calcaneum. So his location, as I recall, now of course I'm old and senile, I might have forgotten something, but I recall clearly it being、uh, below the calcaneum. And the other location was reserved more for a bladder channel pathology, so、uh, denoting its location as a confluent point further down. Now, just to finish my short story here, is today I'm、uh, I'm not as、uh, fixed on one point being used for. The bladder channel and the other point being used for the Yang Chao Mai tend to use them uh, uh, for different anatomical problems, and I'll just give you one. And I'm leading into indications. I'll needle the bladder sixty-two under the malleolus, as、uh, directly under the tip of the、uh, malleolus in the ankle joint for problems, including shoulder points, shoulder problems related to. Uh, problems around the subacromial de-、uh, bursa, deltoid sub、uh, deltoid bursa. 
subacromial bursa primarily. That's okay. excellent. I, I really appreciate that you, uh, because if you, I remember in our acupuncture course, we always say the bladder 61, 62, 63 creates a little bit of a triangle. And so the semi is often the highest point of the triangle. Now, if you're talking about inferior to calcanean, you're literally nining all three points up. Um, it's pretty yeah. far down, yes. So, okay, I mean, it's pretty amazing. I have never done it that way, but I would imagine the needling would be totally different if it's below the calcaneus. Well, I want to underline it's not my, insp- my my idea. My original inspiration was observing doctors in China with differing locations, with the, and the difference in sun measurement is quite large there. And then hearing and seeing the uh, point bladder sixty two as a confluent point being needled under the calcaneum below, not in that uh, ankle joint space. Oh, there's uh, one more thing I want to talk about. Sun mind the name sun. Is also the time of the earthy branch, that is a bladder time. That is a bladder time. So uh, that's uh, frequently uh, talk about uh, the reasoning of this name also as well. So going forward, let's talk about actions a little bit more. Um, in the actions, uh, semi is a, a good point. Similar to bladder 60, that it clears he comes to spirit, uh, benefits the lower back as well as the knee, uh, opens up the spiritual orifices in the sense of mental functioning, um, and it opens up the Yang Chao channel. Um, and uh, so basically, this is just some of the, what this point does. And what are some of the primary indications, Jim? Well, besides local foot and ankle pain, uh, I would like to mention uh, a few others. One being, I'll use this again for shoulder problems, as I mentioned just a short while ago, using points around the ankle for problems directly under the acromium in that era where there's such a common pathology involving a bursa, involving rotator cuff, tendons, etc. And of course, I'm translating to the, the foot tai yang channel and, to the, and it's re, I'm noticing its relationship to the hand tai yang, so the small intestine area of the shoulder. Now, I'd like to mention as a confluent point, I've always associated yang xiao mai with treating symptoms in the head area as well, including dizziness, uh, headaches, uh, convulsions, and seizures, so in combinations for patients with uh, seizures, I would use bladder 62. Those are some of the indications I might consider. Wonderful. I totally agree with you. And uh, uh, let's move on to point combination. Uh, in the point combination, we will use bladder 62 combined with gallbladder 34, yang ninchen, and stomach 36 to treat lower limb atrophy and paralysis. When combined with governing vessel 14, gallbladder 20, as well as by way, uh, governing vessel 20, uh, for the treatment of seizure and epilepsy. We can combine with Tai Yang point, uh, Yang Bai, Tai Yang for the treatment of, uh, um, any kind of facial paralysis and especially when the eyelids are paralyzed. We can combine with bladder 60 and bladder 40 and gallbladder 34 and stomach 36 to treat any kind of pain in the lower limb area, lower limb area. How would you needle this point? Uh, in the, for the location directly below the malleolus at the angle joint, oblique in 0.3 to 0.5 tsun, so not that deep. And uh, we can uh, obviously uh, mox out this point. And let's talk about classics in Zhenzhou. I mean, the Huangdi Neijing, you talk about that if there's any pathogens or any attack on the Yang Chao channel causing eye pains, causing headaches, <clears throat> this would be a very good point, but you would treat on the contralateral side. So if you have a headache on the right side, you would treat the left side, uh, left uh, bladder 62 point. Interesting concept where um, it's a little bit different than the Kunming. Uh, Kunming is usually the uh, uh, same uh, iliolateral, what do you call it, iliolateral side, same side. Ipsilateral. Yeah. Ipsilateral. 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 
Um, and Zhenjiujia uh, Aijin talk about how this is very good for cold and heat condition in the neck area, in the axillary area, back pain, um, people who have difficulty sitting. Uh, this could be also very useful. Tongnan Sushi Zhenjiu Tujin talk about again. Same thing that you cannot sit for a long period of time. Uh, you have a lot of lower back pain. You cannot stand for a long period of time. This would be a very, very good point. Um, and, uh, uh, Da Chen, uh, talk about how this point is basically, uh, very good for seizure. Um, any kind of seizure condition, we can max out this point. Anyway, so that's the classics and, uh, research wise, it's known for three specific research topics. Number one, very effective for insomnia. There's a report that uses this point and this point only treatment of every day, seven days, one course. Uh, there's 200 cases and basically uh, the effective rate uh, for treating this uh, 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 sleep issue is complete cure now is 50 cases out of 200 cases. Uh, so that's quite effective, complete cure of insomnia. As you know, chronic insomnia is a very difficult condition to treat. The second thing is any kind of uh, eye issue and eye neuralgia issues. Um, again, treatment of this bladder 62 combined with stomach, uh, small intestine 3. Left side, treat the right side. Right side, treat the left side. If it's both sides, then we do both sides. It seems to be very effective. And that's what um, uh, some of the research have shown. The third thing is that this is a very effective point as a massage, acupressure point, or needling point, quick needling point for children diarrhea issues, for diarrhea in children. So, Jim, anything else to add? No, I've learned a few things from your discussion of the classics and research. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I you know some of it is actually new to me. I have heard about insomnia, and uh, I I actually was very intrigued by it. Um, and I wonder, since the location and how is the origination of the Yang Chao Channel, would it be a good point to treat somebody who has insomnia with a combination of restless leg syndrome? Yeah, you might consider that. Uh, I, I know the indication of bladder 62 for insomnia related to the Yang Chao Mai confluent point theory or model, but I wasn't. I, I, I could see it use it as a bladder channel point for restless legs. Might be worth a try. Very good. All we can do is um, learn as we go. Interesting point for insomnia. I hope everybody can uh, get a chance to try that. And that brings us to bladder 63, Jinmen. Jinmen means the golden gate, the golden gate. <clears throat> and as you know, gold or metal here, I should say metal gate. I think that's more appropriate. Um, metal is, as you know, is uh, basically um, um, uh, is the origination of water. A rich nation of water. So, in some ways, when we say middle gate, it means that this is the origination of a bladder channel, since the bladder channel is water element. So, this point, as we know, is a sea cleft point of the Fataian channel. And this is where the cold, the cool water of this channel really starts. Uh, so, Jin means a metal gate means uh, monitoring a pivot point. So the meaning of this point is that it has a very strong controlling function of the bladder channel chi, bladder channel chi. And that's what it really means, um, the meaning of this point. Now, this point also have other <coughs> names, uh, Guan Liao or Jin Jue or Liang Guang. Uh, um, book, um, you can see some of that. And it is originated from Zhenjiujiaijin and is used for when there is spasm, when there is seizure, when there is a severe fainting situation. This is a very good point to be able to wake up uh, people. Uh, some, what else, uh, how would you locate this point, Jim? 
I'm locating bladder 63 lateral to the cuboid bone and proximal to the base of the fifth metatarsal bone. So it's an anatomically based location. Great. And I think there's a nice depression there. Yes, yes. Um, especially when you uh, lift up the heel. Um, how would you locate? I mean, the truth is, would you locate it, have their foot suspend and you just massage or touch it? Or do you locate? Can you locate when they're standing, actually? Uh, I th- you can if you keep in mind that the base, the fifth metatarsal bone, has a clear pro- uh, um, protuberance or palpable uh tip, if you will. And so if your patient is standing, you can feel along the longer fifth metatarsal bone and come to its its point and then locate just uh, uh, proximal to that, meaning in the direction of the ankle, the the, um, cuboid bone, and the point is just lateral to that. So yes, you can find it in standing if you stay in close contact with the bones. Great. Let's uh, jump into uh, action and indications. This point is interesting. It's not only the C-cleft point of the bladder channel. It is also the intersecting point of the foot tie-yang bladder channel with yang wei channel, with yang wei channel. It has a spirit calming, orifice opening, and channel opening, activating collateral actions. It comes a spirit, and it does very well also to disperse wind he. Not as good as the predecessor points such as bladder 61, 62, and 60, but still it does have those effects. Um, so Jim, what are some of the uh, indication we can use it for? Mm-hmm. I, I focus less on the, the, the shan or the spirit, but more on either local problems of the foot and the small toe but uh, on for organ issues, especially related to the urinary uh, bladder, and especially urinary retention, so using it for urinary retention, bladder 63, especially with acute complaints as a she-cleft point. I would add on to contemporary use has been known to be very effective in helping ear ringing uh, as well as uh, mm-hmm. loss of hearing. My. Wasn't aware of that. I am not aware of it until today. Oh, that's good. Yeah, some of these things are in the journals, and when you do some research on them, you realize, huh, these are some of the contemporary usage. Um, Let's go to, um, oh, how would you needle this point, by the way? Uh, I I tend to needle this one perpendicularly, again, lateral to the cuboid bone, 0.3 to 0.5 tsun. Great, and you can max at this point as well. In point combination, you can combine bladder 63 with governing vessel uh, 14 and bladder 62 by way to treat for seizure. For acute headache, we can combine with lunch test 4, liver 3, and uh, um, uh, um, governing vessel 20, uh, 20 by way. Um, we can also uh, combine... Um, with uh, Kunlun uh, bladder 60 as well as uh, gallbladder 34 to treat for lower limb uh, paralysis. And classics-wise, Zhen Jiu Jiaqin talks most about this point. It's very good for fainting, very good for cholera, very good for sudden, you know, they call it sudden death syndrome. In the old days, uh, where that there's a sudden fainting and sudden loss of consciousness, Almost any kind of sudden loss of consciousness, this point tend to be able to wake up somebody. A very, very uh, useful point in uh, babies, in in infants, especially when an infant has cerebral, you can use it for cerebral palsy, you can use it for just male development or just delayed walking, delayed uh, movement. Uh, So this is just some of the classics. And uh, anything else to add, Jim? 
no, no. Although I think I would like to mention this combination for urinary retention with uh, uh, CV or REN3, the mu alarm point for the bladder, and I'd like to combine it with spleen 9 as well, especially where dampness and or damp heat is seen as the triggering or pa- causal pattern for urinary retention. I actually have a question for you. Since, yes. since this kind of like an intersection point with the Yangwei channel, and as we yes. just went through semi, you know, bladder 62, where it talk about that is the initiation of Yangqiao channel. So what can you, by looking at these two intersections and origination of Yangwei and Yangqiao, what are the differences between these two? distinct differences between these two in the sense of the difference between Yang Chao and Yang Wei? Uh, now, you, you, you challenged me with a question that might take um, much too much time to answer thoroughly. But in the first level of looking at the Yang Wei and Yang Chao Mai, I consider their channel trajectory, their pathway. And so looking at uh, connecting points, looking at the channel pathway, although they both cover yang surfaces, they don't cover the exact same surfaces. Uh, for example, the yang chao mai goes to the eye and then continues on connecting with the uh, yin chao mai, of course, around the eye, but continues on to the head and the brain. And the yang wei mai has trajectories over the sides of the body. So, so in general, I focus in the first level of explanation, maybe I'll stop with that, on the channel directories and suggest that differences have to do with the tra- trajectories. Now, that's more, of course, a channel collateral orientation as opposed to a song for internal organ orientation. Well, I'm ready to <clears throat> move away from the Golden Gate and go into the next point, Bladder 64. Um, bladder 64, <clears throat> Jinggu. Uh, Jing means large or capital. Gu means bone. Well, obviously, this is very close to the, I believe, is the tarsal or metatarsal joint here, yes. which we will talk about in a moment. Uh, the metatarsal joint, so it's called that giant bone. It basically means that giant joint. Uh, so that's actually the name of what it uh, means. It's the, the capital bone or the 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 giant uh, bone. Uh, that's what it uh, means uh, in that sense. Uh, it also sometimes is called ziku. Ziku means actually bone spur. Uh, out of the Mai Jing, well, you know, the joint, it's a little bit larger, it feels and look like a bone spur. Uh, originates from Huan Di Nei Jin, Lin Su, Ben Su. Uh, it talk about this uh, point, Jingku, and how the channel traverses through it. So, Jim, how would you locate this point? So, so I'm going t- from that base of the fifth metatarsal bone, where the prominence is clearly palpable and needling directly inferior to that. If uh, you're wondering how far inferiorly, I'm basically using that bone itself as the as the the mark and the needling under that. But you can extend accentuate the di- the description and say it's near or on the junction of the skin of the dorsal and the plantar foot foot. Very good, very good. Um, and as action goes, first of all, bladder 64 is the source point of the urinary bladder channel. As source point goes, it has an action of calming spirit, calming the heart, activating channel, collaterals, stop pain, stop spasm, clear eye, and soothes the tendons. Uh, these are some of the some of the actions. And what would you use it for? <laughs> uh, besides the local applications, I, I tend to use it for urinary problems, um, as related to the source point of the urinary bladder for organ-specific symptoms. Now, again, that uh, it's part of a longer discussion how 
how it differs an in indication from a uh, back shoe point or for the bladder or for the kidney and bladder or a front move point. I tend to actually use those more for those urinary problems uh, on the back bladder 28 or as we talked about as we were looking at those points, bladder 32 and uh, on the front uh, uh, the CV3 or REN3. But this would be one additional point as the source point for urinary disorders. Excellent. And I'm going to add on to it. Same thing as Kundun is known for headache, known for stiff neck. Um, and contemporary, um, my professor loved to use this point for acute lumbar sprain. And uh, um, interesting enough, love it, love it to just have that person stand on this point and while they move uh, the lumbar and just thread the needle underneath the metatarsal bone. Uh, it's painful. It's not going to be, uh, but the pressure of that joint on top of the needle for very interesting concepts, you needle as you twist it, it gives you really, really strong, really strong sensation there. And as the person, uh, they can hardly move on the foot. But, uh, you know, they, my teacher would uh, make them uh, move their back um, in a circular motion or leaning forward uh, in flexion and extension. Interesting how that's used for that kind of acute, yeah. acute you know, pain. Uh, yes. Anyway, uh, point combination goes, combining with gallbladder 20 is used a lot for headaches and neck pain, combining with kidney 1, as well as bladder 62, we can use for epilepsy and seizure. Combining with large intestine 4, liver 3, Tai Yang, we can use for acute headaches. Combining with bladder 23, uh, bladder, uh, weight zone bladder 40, um, as well as gallbladder 34 to treat lower limb um, uh, spasms and uh, uh, atrophies. How would you needle this point? Uh, perpendicularly 0.3 to 0.5 so on, although I can easily understand that depth that you mentioned for treating acute low back pain, but generally not as deep, 0.5 so on. And you can also use MOX on this point. If we look at classics, Zhen Zhou Jiai talk about how this point is very good for alternating fever. We got fever and chill situation, heavy headed, heavy headed feeling, foot is cold. Poor appetite, spasm in the feet, in the leg and the feet, lower back pains, manic, um, aversion to cold. All these conditions, uh, jinggu should be the main use. Beiji, Qianjin Yaofang talk about for stiff, uh, uh, spine. Taiping, Sen Huihuang talk about is good for any kind of fear and fright. Uh, Xunjing, Kao Xue, uh, Lun, talk, pian, uh, talk about for cracked foot, any kind of cracked skin as well as for eczema. Mm -hmm. Now, the uh, interestingly, just like bladder 67, later on we can talk about, the research have shown that we can max out this point, and it seems to be as equally effective for the treatment of a normal presentation as bladder 67, right? Uh, bladder 67. So 64 is an, a very interesting point. It can do exactly that point can be used for, but is usually moxad. Usually is moxad. What do you think, Jim? Anything else to add before we go to uh, 65, our last point of the night? Well, you added some very good points to bladder 64. I'll consider those. Let's go to bladder 65. Bladder 65, we are getting closer, closer to the toll um, as we are coming uh, toward that. Uh, su means to constrain. Uh, gu means bone. Uh, su gu means is that, well, we are now coming closer to very close to the end of the phalangeal uh, of the joint the pathway is becoming narrower. And that's what I mean by sugu, by sugu. This point originates from Fandi Nejin Ninsu Bensu. And uh, there's another name called Sigu, uh, Fan Mai Jing. Um, so uh, basically a very interesting point. And uh, how would you locate it, Jim? 
I'm locating bladder 65 directly proximal to the head of the fifth metatarsal bone at the junction of the skin of the dorsal and plantar foot. And uh, this point, since it's a shoestring point of the bladder, is a wood element point. Um, therefore, it, uh, as you know, wood element, uh, basically uh, the water, you know, give rise to wood. So therefore, the, white, the wood is the sun. It can actually take away the water. So it's a major purging, major sedation point. Um, as action goes, this point can uh, activate opening up channel and collaterals, clear head, clear vision, calms the spirit, um, and uh, it can also use to clear heat, benefit damp uh, for all sorts of headache, epilepsy, stiff neck, lower back problems. Uh, what are some of the primary indications, Jim? Besides the local foot pain and small toe pain, I like it for headaches, occipital headaches as well, and neck pain. And I mentioned earlier for especially the upper aspect of the neck, the area around uh, C1, C2, and the muscles affecting those vertebra or uh, vertebral bodies. So that's the main one that I would use. I also mentioned I like to consider this point, especially with bladder 60, maybe bladder 63 in the middle uh, for uh, low back pain, or we'll call it uh, dis using distal points on the bladder channel. Usually I'm picking them on the ipsilateral side, but there are additional points that I might use with others to treat the low back pain. Great. Uh, this bladder 60, if we look at combination, bladder 65 combined with bladder 60 frequently for the treatment of lumbago as well as sciatica. Bladder 65 can combine with uh, goblin vessel uh, 20 as well as, uh, uh, that's by Hui and Gansu. I believe Gansu is bladder 18. Uh, and then to clear head, clear eye, regulate in and blood and calms the uh, uh, liver wind. Liver wind, good for headaches and, and vertigo. Uh, we can combine also with governing 14 to treat neck pain as well as gallbladder 20. Um, basically, these are just some of the combinations. And uh, did we talk about needling yet? We haven't yet. We should talk about needling. And I'll do that. So I would say I generally needle this one yeah, perpendicularly, 0 0.3 to 0 0.5. I can also needle it uh, in an oblique direction, especially if I uh, want to connect points. So I could needle it in the direction of uh, bladder 64 in a proximal direction, but mostly perpendicularly. Okay. Um, do you ever, I was thinking, do you ever needle... Um, do you ever needle toward uh, the toe? Uh, yeah, if I'm treating the small toe, a pain in that area. Uh, I usually, I, th I mentioned that a little in the past, although uh, I know I'm aware of many different uh, approaches to directing needle. I tend to direct the needle to direct the chi. The phrase would be directing chi in the channel. So if I'm treating the toe, I'll direct the needle towards the toe. If I'm treating the ankle, I'll direct the needle towards treating in a proximal direction. So I generally orient the needle direction towards where I'm trying to direct the, the chi. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think if we're treating local problem, we can uh, go toward the toe. If we're treating things like um, ear ringing and uh, um, deafness, um, like, for example, uh, let's jump into classics. Zhen Jiu Jia Xin talk about how this point can be used for deafness and ear ringing. So I would imagine you would needle obliquely toward the, the channel, uh, against the channel upward. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then, uh, yeah. I just want to Go qualify ahead. that. In general, yes, but there are some exceptions to that, especially for points around the metatarsal joint, metatarsal uh, digital joint or phalangeal joint, or the metacarpal phalangeal joint. Like small intestine 3 is obviously often for the neck, even the low back, and uh, can be used for the finger. But I generally needle it perpendicularly and don't actually direct the chi uh, in a proximal direction. I might add another point for that. I might add small intestine 4 
for that to direct the chi. But I generally uh, orient my needles around the metatarsal phalangeal joints or metacarpal phalangeal joints in a perpendicular direction. I think it has more to do with the location of the point and based on uh, the anatomy. So I hope I didn't confuse there. No, you did not. I think that was uh, very helpful. And continuing on the classics, Beiji, Qianjin, Yaofang talk about how this is good for manic and excessive speaking, you know, that just won't stop. Um, and Tongnan, Su Xue talk about it, very good for vertical, very good for stiff neck situations. Um, so this is just some of the uh, classics about this point. Uh, I'm basically done with this point. Do you have anything else to add? No, I, no, I'm I'm fine. We've covered uh, the point well, and the other points on the bladder channel, and so I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I think we covered quite a bit. I mean, these are some of the very uh, points that I like to use, and we use a lot clinically. Obviously, next time when we come back, we'll go to bladder 66, 67, and uh, we'll go to kidney uh, points uh, situations. Thank you, Dr. Gao. Thank you for joining us in our discussion of these acupuncture points, and we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. In the meantime, we wish you wellness and health. 